Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. Today's episode is update number five, I believe, uh, our September update for the smart old house. And I am here again with Michael McPhail, who is today remote from Martha's Vineyard. And if you listen carefully, you may be able to hear the the night insects. What are those night insects there? I think they're just crickets. Are they crickets or cicadas? I don't know what they are. Anyway, we got a lot that's because he's out in the wilderness. So unfortunately, it's not a uh, the same sound quality that we usually have. So you can enjoy that, those summer sounds. Anyway, how are you doing, Michael? How is your trip over there today very nice uh things are things are going well we had a nice dinner with family and um ready to talk about the house in Fairhaven. okay well there's not all that much to talk about because uh nothing really all that much happened in august so i'm just going to run down my list of of what's going on uh one thing i just wanted to give everyone an update on is that the mystery stain is still on the stairs and i don't understand that I thought it was going to dry up once we fix the leak in the stack. Yeah, I don't know. Every time you go down there, it's a little. It's, it's the same. Little, it's, it's so the same. maybe that guy, maybe that guy who said that he knew concrete and that was new concrete. Maybe he was right. Maybe for some reason they that's new concrete. So it's just a different color. I don't know. Anyway, mystery. Mystery is still there. Uh, we had the hearth reinforced today. That's very exciting. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's just going to work. And uh, that's all I really want to say about that. Well, it certainly be it certainly will be better than what was there. Maybe. I hope so. I don't know. I mean, what did so maybe talk a little bit about uh what we did around the base of the chimney in the basement? It was this empty space underneath the whole chimney structure. So there were these 2 by 8s on the flat and they were kind of bowing downward from the force of or from the weight of all the rest of the chimney. Right. And there were two brick walls or there are two brick walls on either side and it was just empty underneath. So what we had them do was uh, we had a mason pour a footing in there with concrete and rebar and then build a concrete block wall also with rebar. And that's going to hold up the entire chimney structure. Well, it's just going to reinforce it underneath there. Yeah. The part that was sagging that the structural engineer didn't like that has been filled in with also with concrete block. So I'm just hoping that'll be that'll be fine. And our son thinks that the house feels more solid. So uh, whether oh, awesome. that's true or not, I don't know. Next weekend he is returning to replace the hearth. It turns out that the R value, the insulated value of the Dura Rock board that's going to go in there. We need it to be 1.5, and that means we're going to need two inches of the Dura Rock. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to work. So what? Uh, just maybe uh, like so, Dura Rock goes underneath where we're going to, and then on top of that will be the tiles that sort of form the hearth. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. 
yeah. a non-combustible material. Which, by the way, the Mason said that he had these two tiles that are two feet by two feet. Hmm. But they, and that maybe we want to use them. But I don't know. Do, I don't think we want to use them. Anyway, it's just like a speckly black marble-like material that isn't what we had in mind. I don't think so. No, I think anyway, we found, I think we found a nice uh, color. What what, what was well, it? We did. It was burnt sugar, but it was three hundred dollars for shipping the tiles from Los Angeles to oh, here. So insane. we're yeah, abandoning yeah. that idea. We need a smaller size tile because of the floor not being completely stable. We don't want the larger format tile to crack. So it's really important to have a flat, stable right. surface underneath those big tiles. So we're going to go with smaller tiles. It's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. The reason there's all this talk about tiles and the whole hearth thing is because next week we're supposed to have our wood burning insult. Our wood burning insult. Oh my gosh. Our wood burning insert installed. There. Easy for you that's to not say. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy to say. Anyway, so hopefully that's all going to, that's all going to work out. That's very exciting because then we'll officially have heat in the house. Not that we needed it up until this point, but it'll probably be nice as it cools off in the fall to be able to use the wood burning insert because we have no other heat right now. Right. We don't want to say that in public because oh, that right. would make oh, our house condemned. So we're just going to cut, cut that this part from out. The show. You probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which reminds me that it's time for us to look into a source of firewood because we should have some firewood. Oh, on yeah, here. yeah. Good idea. Right. Okay. Uh, another update on the powder post beetle eating the sill and the corner post. That was fixed. And then the carpenters came and they were really expensive and I'm feeling sad about them. As you know, Michael, but I'm just, I'm just saying that I, I just feel like we way overpaid for that and I just have to let it go. They put in some, some new siding and some flashing and I don't really think it was worth what we paid, but okay. And then the house lifter, I think on a previous check-in, I've said that I was really, my expectations were high for right. him. Remember? I, I was right. really, yeah. And I am, um, I think disappointing myself over those expectations, but he has put in a couple temporary posts because our son felt some earthquake feelings mm -hmm. as he described them. And so mm -hmm. we put in two strategically located posts to stop those earthquake feelings. Anyway, I hope that he'll be back before the fireplace insert, maybe for a couple more temporaries if he can't deal right. with doing the actual. He did say it was going to be a pain in the you know what. I mean, he actually said that to me. So should I have taken right. that as a hint? One of the single most important aspects of this renovation, I feel, this is my personal feeling, is to is to get that support in the basement to that first uh, first floor structure or the, um, to make sure it's, I mean, we're never going to be able to flatten it out completely, but um, it just, there's probably way too much deflection and flex in the floor right now than should be. Right. Right. Well, anyway, I'm just saying, since he told me to my face that it was a pain in the, you know what, to come mm -hmm. back to the house, then I'm just saying maybe that was a major clue I did not pick up on. I'm not and sure. He's not coming back. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned for the answer to that. Let's see. We also have, of course, a new plan for the back of the kitchen, which means that our bar area is not going to be in the tap room, as the, as we said. It's going to be in the back, kind of like that little garden room off the kitchen. Right. So that's going to be a space between the kitchen and the outdoors. We had a housewarming party for our neighbors and old friends. And um, it turns out that our yard, as we expected, is going to be a great party yard. So I think having 
the bar in the back is uh, kind of like a butler's pantry sort of thing, little sink and well, it's a staging station. area. It's a great sort of staging area for outdoor parties too, right? Because you'll right. have get your beverages, you got some, you know, you'll have your glasses, your wine glasses. We're going to have a couple little refrigerators there. Yep. Yep. So it's great. Yep. It'll be nice. And we also decided in the half bath that we're going to be raising the floor. Well, after this housewarming party we had the other day, it kind of sealed the deal in terms of raising the floor because one of our friends said she almost fell because she, we didn't tell her to watch her step. As she went into the bathroom, she opened the door and wasn't expecting to step into the bathroom, which is, of course, right. why why doors are not supposed to open up over a step because you don't know what's there. Right? right. So we are going to raise the floor, which will make the whole bathroom kind of cozy. But the bonus is that we get to have little trap door locker things for the toilet paper on the floor. I know. That's pretty cool. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Just anyway, like your, it'll, it'll follow your nautical theme. Right. Yeah, right. so it'll be it'll be like uh, like a boat, and the cabinet maker is going to make our our uh, vanity. So we just still don't know what that looks like, but it's going to be some kind of floating, either a floating wave or a floating hull shape. So we don't know yet, but stay tuned for that as well. Again, that's happening in November. This September, we are hoping that the landscaping will happen. Yes. No, uh, I've stopped. I've stopped expecting these things, and now I'm just hoping. I think there's going to be a lot of activity in the in working out the yard and the various aspects. We have to remove a bunch of vines and weeds that are all over the place. It is a large yard. I mean, the property is about 12,000 square feet. So um, well, there's a lot. Well, it's for us. It's not that, you know, but, relatively you know, it's speaking. Not big, it's not, it's not big in the scheme of things, right? But for us, it's, uh, it's the most, it's the largest piece of property we've ever lived on, so. Right, right. So we're hoping that they will remove some of the arborvitae along the fence. By the way, someone came by today and she said, I love your gate. And I said, thanks, so do I. She said, it's just like you're opening up a storybook. Oh, wasn't that nice? That was nice. That was nice. So I said, well, hopefully it will be like that. So that was nice. It's always nice to have positive uh, feedback on our one achievement. Um, we're also hoping that uh, the framer is going to come this Thursday and start the uh, attic framing, but he can't stay until Friday because that's when the electrician's coming and shutting off the electricity for 10 hours. Right. And, and that's exciting us- too, because what's what's going to happen with the electrician? He's putting in the new box? Yeah, he's replacing our fuse box with, um, you know, breaker service. So Our, our circa 1970s fuse box with uh, breaker service. Yeah, I think it's probably a little earlier than that, actually. Yeah, that's crazy. We're going to get a charging station for um, an electric vehicle out there, a yep. 220 outlet out in our driveway. So that's pretty good. We had to change personnel on the painting front. So that's very sad because the painter we had to do the front, he is a, a friend and a colleague up in Arlington. And uh, he had done a lot of painting on the house that we just sold. Um, and so we had him come down here, but it, I think it was logistically, it was difficult for him. And so we were having to reschedule. And then at the same time, we have a neighbor who has a son-in-law who's a painter. And so we had him over and he seemed like a good guy and, uh, looks mm-hmm. like they're going to end up painting. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they were literally a third of the cost of our painter friend. Yeah, that, that's, that's all very true. The painter came to our housewarming party and brought us a little spider plant present. 
anyway, so just, I think it just makes more sense to go with local people right. when we can. So yeah, that was sad to let that painter go. We have decided on the color, which not being very uh, imaginative, but we're just painting the house the same color as our last house. We just painted it. I really love that color though, which was Kendall charcoal. And it was a little controversial at the time because um, some people really hate black houses. It's now, black, let me just though. say, yeah, oh, well, that was what I was going to say, that it's not black. It's kind of graphite charcoal. And in it's, fact, it's, it's, with yeah. Sherman Williams, it's called grizzly gray, no, grizzle gray. What is it? Say, I can't so it's even a, see. It's, it's, a Benjamin, it's a Benjamin Moore color, uh, uh, Kendall charcoal. It's a historic right. color from the right. historic collection. It's a really creamy, beautiful, creamy, dark gray. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, but we're using Sherwin Williams. So, and when we're doing that, it's grizzle gray. Grizzle gray. Okay. Grizzle gray. I don't think that's quite as sophisticated sounding as Kendall charcoal. No, it but isn't. It is the same color. So. Oh, it is? Yes, the same color. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just, you know, what's in a name? What's in a, a name? Lot. Yeah. We're still trying to figure out the door color, but it might be some kind of shade of red, which seems kind of already done a lot, or it may be kind of topaz blue. Yeah, uh, I kind of like the reds that you were showing. One was a kind of orangey red. I was very excited about. Yeah, but you have to see them in person. I don't think I I, I wasn't couldn't really capture the essence very well. I think you'll like I think you'll have a different choice when you see it in person. I I was going to say because we sort of quickly skipped over it. But yes, the carpenters uh, are coming. The framers are coming to work on the attic. And I'm super excited about that. Because the attic really needs a lot of work. It also needs some demo work up there, too. There's a lot of stuff to clean up up there. So very, very exciting news. Yeah, it'll be good to have that all secure up there. Right. We also have the continuing saga of the storm windows, which is so difficult to get storm windows. It's a little frustrating. It is. I have asked one of my contractor colleagues who has an account at the one place where you can get the one company where you can get these storm windows. He said, I, I could buy them through him. So I'm going to, uh, Michael's going to take them all off the house, which I don't think is such a great idea, but because the painter said, you seem like a fit guy. You were definitely going to do it now just to prove that you can do it. I think. Absolutely. So I hope you don't, yeah. I hope you don't fall off the ladder. I hope so too. I hope I, I hope I'm able to, uh, to stay on the ladder and not hurt myself. If you hurt yourself, you'll just be stuck upstairs until you're better in three years or however long it's going to take you. Right, right. You know, because as we already discussed, this isn't a very accessible house, so. No. Anyway, don't fall off the ladder. Okay. It's not going to be easy. But anyway, you can do it. You're a fit guy. Uh, guy. Did we have any other updates i mean really there really hasn't been going anything going on i've been no i think there's a fair amount that we talked about um there's a lot going on it's uh just because of the way things are going with for example with the painter and with you know the electrician uh, and and also the weather that the heat outside has made it difficult for people to work outside on the facade um because it's been so Mm -hmm. hot so, you know, it's 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 like orchestrated chaos right now where we're just trying to be flexible and malleable in terms of dealing with people's schedules and trying to get all of this work done. Yeah. As long as the wood burning insert gets installed next week, that's the big thing that I'm waiting for right now. Right. Oh, and other gigantic news. We no longer have a nap room. Oh, what happened? 
Well, you already know that we change it to the game room. Oh, it's oh right, it's lost its yes. its designation, right? I'm just telling everybody else we don't have a nap room anymore. Right. Anyway, you know, so that's things evolve. Things evolve, yeah. So we're gonna go uh, move the puzzle table into the game room, which used to be the nap room, and then we're just gonna watch uh, TV up in the yoga lounge. So right. just keep you all updated. It's pretty exciting yeah. evolution. Yeah, things are moving forward. Uh, I think they will. I think I think our October update will be uh, full of information. Exciting news. Exciting news. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait till the fuse box is gone because right now when you're in the kitchen and you turn on the toaster oven mm -hmm. and the uh, electric well, anything else. water kettle. Or, or the microwave or have two uh, electric well, things yeah. taking electricity at the same time, like dishwasher and anything yeah. else. Right. Microwave, anything else, you know, route of fuses. I mean, I know I can go buy some more, but I'm hoping maybe we can just not blow another fuse for the rest of the week. Right. Until it gets switched. We've got to keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I wish there was some kind of art project I could do with the fuses. Maybe what we could do is keep the fuses. And then when we when we pour the uh, the new slab in the corner where there's still dirt in the basement, that I could stick them all into the concrete. So they're kind of like a little installation. Why Why would you do that? Because it would be, it would be, I don't know why I would do it. Because it's I'd, art. That's why I would just, because it would look cool. I think I'd prefer just a concrete floor myself. Yeah, I, why that doesn't surprise me, but I'm going to find something to do with those okay. fuses because they're right. colorful and shiny. All right, I get it. I get it. Just kind of like honoring the fuse, the fuse box is gone. Well, that's about all we have to say for today. We'll be back next month with another check-in. Thank you for listening, and thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time, and I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.